Are you curious about life and the world around us? Shit, us too. Join our conversations on life, liberty, and the pursuit of anime and everything in between. This is Alicia, Paul C, and welcome to Vi Curious. Boom. And here we go again. And here we go, and here we go. What about your friend? So, how you doing? <laughs> um, I'm I'm pretty good actually. Things are going very well. Um, I can't complain. Mm, I mean, I could blessing. complain, but I'm not going to. There you go, blessings. This is for motivational Mondays. We're telling you guys get up, live your life. If we sit there complaining, that's more time that we're wasting. Let's not hey. procrastinate on the hate. Let's go out and celebrate. You better say that. And you rhymed. Mm. You better do that. You know I try. You know I try. So um, what we're <laughs> going to be going in on today is um, fairly, I would say it's a serious topic, but it's also an issue I think society has. For I don't know sure. if I consider, consider, is it black society or is it media or is it the, the world in general? I don't know. But um, so today we're going to be talking about respectability politics. It's definitely the world, I think, that has issue with it. Um, And to give a little more insight on that, when we say respectability politics, um, it's in manner of obviously politics. So we'll just say like current events. So, for example, um, like presidential things, um, things that are going on with like ISIS, um, stimulus checks, those types of things. And the the judgment i think or the the backlash some people get um and i we're talking about like celebrities or well-known entities that comment on those type of political current event type things so for example um like cardi b and mm. how she has she's been very vocal especially in this previous well actually the the last presidential campaign was she yeah back then yeah. she was pretty vocal she, and you know she even talked about coronavirus and all these things but a lot of people were saying like um where is she i think didn't she have an interview with kamala harris i want to say i believe she had an interview with kamala harris or she had an interview with bernie sanders she interviewed somebody and i was like listening i was just like this is interesting and it's like i also have to go and like you know the whole idea of well she's this kind of person so i don't like what she says but it's like you know you have a valid point or you have a, a you know you have a reasoning for doing your thing and you're correct in it like you're right. not you know you're not being a boozy badass a boozy boop de boop you know <laughs> spreading false information and lies and ignorance right and who am i to say like no this person should not have a platform to speak use your platform at least you're using it for the right thing yeah, I think that it was like just a uh, judgment coming from other people that, you know, and, and it comes from and it, it goes out towards other people. So like rappers like Cardi, other rappers or artists, um, uh, football play, well, athletes, um, comedians as well. So anyone that's... I've seen it, you know, I don't know about you, Paul, but I see it a lot with people who are in the entertainment industry when they use the platform that they have to speak out against something 
Um, so for example, like Trump and uh, like, let's say like a comedian that I've seen, like Tony Baker. I love Tony Baker. I know you like every single one of his posts. I love him. He's hilarious (laughs) to me, but he will, um, like he'll say something. Um, I can't remember something specifically, but he'll say something that points out, um, something wrong with like the Trump administration, Um, And then he'll actually have like a link sometimes or he'll just state facts or give his opinion. And he will always have someone in his comments that will say, you know, Tony, you don't know what you're talking about. Stick the comedy. And it's just kind of like, why can't this man, you know, speak on this? What what is the criteria that someone in the entertainment um, industry should have? Or just someone in general for, you know, the world or a specific entity to understand or actually um, pay attention or for them to be taken seriously. You know, I always think about that because, because um, like you're saying with Tony Baker, or even Dave Chappelle, when he released, yes. um, I want to say, what was it? 26 minutes twenty or eight minutes uh, yeah. regarding george floyd Mm -hmm. um that period of time and i just remember a lot of people were like why is he so dark and serious talking about this thing why why is he not making jokes like he's using his platform this is like his um, voice is what he has you know excuse me i said it was a really good show it was really good like man i swear them people like um i just i've i I heard this comment recently this week white people don't like having the talk (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know like the serious talk, like they don't like serious topics so this man you know is what like, they don't the, they don't they really don't and it's like um i'm not saying this for all like i'm not generalizing but it just i i see a lot of people where when it starts to get into those kind of like um i don't want to say murky but like a little bit like yo you know serious more serious topics they're like whoa 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 i don't like bringing politics into this black lives matter and polit- political is a human rights violation. It's right. different, you know? It's like, you have to be able to talk about these things. Because even with me, I feel uncomfortable talking about it sometimes, but like, I have to talk about it because I know what's right and I know what's wrong, you know? So a lot of people during that Dave Chappelle show, because he was in the middle of like a, a cornfield in like Idaho. I forgot where he was exactly. I want to say yeah. it was like where his grandfather was from. And when he was, do- he was going, I was like, wow, this is not the Dave Chappelle that we saw um, on the Chappelle show season two, this is a completely different man. This man mm-hmm. has grown and changed. Like he has, he's, he's awoken. Like he's, or maybe after the whole issue he had with comedy central, like mm-hmm. it changed his mind because like, are these people laughing with me or at me? You know? And he's like, well, shit, if they're going to be laughing at me, they're going to be also getting some serious points. They're going to be getting some facts behind this laughter, you know? So he was, even though he was making comedy, he was making, satire it was like more it was satire it wasn't even comedy anymore he was making satirical like satirical comedy of the real world of the situation that we're in right now at least in the u.s but you know what when i think about that i think about it in the sense of maybe it not even that he you know had to go through some shit with uh comedy central in order for him to become deep he probably has always been that way you think i feel like Oh, but maybe he was, but he never had the platform to speak on it. But you see, that's the thing, though. Like thinking that he was just like jokey joke and laugh laugh, and that he could not separate his his um his business because I mean, like in theory, that's his job, 
And then, cause like you and how you interact with people and how you act at your job is totally different from you outside of that. Right. Yeah. I will say, yeah. I, yeah. It, it I mean, like your, your tone and how you talk to people, how you write your emails, when you answer a call and stuff like that, let's say prior, like when you first got the job, <laughs> That's different than how you are like when you're talking to me, right? Because like when you talk to me, you are your true self, right? Oh yeah, yeah. You get the real me. Right. I'm real. But when it came to But your job doesn't get that though, right? Not at all. Like I I code switch. Listen to my voice. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) how are you doing today? Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, I had a meeting earlier and it was like, um, oh oh my God, I gotta be there at two (laughs) o'clock. It's crazy, isn't it? Like that. Right. I mean, and that's, that's my voice, actually. I talk like that now, don't I? A little mm. bit. It's okay. Never mind. I can't co-switch anymore. Anyway, sorry. Mm. Keep going, please. <laughs> <laughs> I've lost my ability to switch it back. Maybe I've always been like this. I don't wear Jordans. Like, I've never had a pair of Jordans. Yeah. I don't. Okay. So, I think that, I think that Dave Chappelle has always been that way. I think that he is, and, and the reason that I think that there are several reasons why, but I just, I use that example of like Comedy Central and Dave Ch- and the, uh, the Dave Chappelle show and his stand up, but that's his job. And then when he gets off that stage, he is himself. He is who he is. Also, I kind of felt like Dave Chappelle was always that deep because of the artists that he would have on his show at the end. He would have Common, Erica Badu, and Wyclef, like. Most deaf. Yeah, most people, now I'm not saying all, but most times when you see someone who really loves that music and digs that music, they're a little, they're a little deeper, like they're, they might be a little deeper, they might be a little spiritual in their ways of thinking. Um, So I I honestly think that he was like that. But the, the thing of the matter is that people want to just assume or like put people in these boxes based off of just what they see so like they see cardi b and they're just like you're just this rapper who is half naked on tv and i'm not really gonna pay you that much attention because you're kind of wild and all over the place i don't think that you're very educated those types of things not knowing you don't know what cardi has for example what's the rapper uh two chains Oh, oh, two chains. My bad. Where, where well, were you going with it? I was going to say Plies because he has a degree, doesn't he? Isn't he like have a degree and he's like really smart? I don't know about Plies, but I was going to say that about two chains. Two chains has a degree. Um, or he might have a master's or something like that. He definitely has a degree. And I think he's, you know, in his late 30s or his 40s or something like that. He did all of that prior to him actually like getting serious in the rap game. Because he kind of got serious in the rap game when he was like, what was it titty boy right yeah exactly and even then he was like already in his 30s i think he's mm-hmm. like two chains isn't young like him push t pushing it like they're up there yeah again i um, think mm-hmm. i think he's probably like in his 40s or something like that but as far as like you know with that itself it's just like why do people feel like there's a specific criteria that has to be met in order for respect to be given so for example um like we were talking about prior um like oh when wait it... sorry i just like another good example of that okay so cardi b she's an entertainer right trump technically is an entertainer he was um a tv show host 
Yeah. And even um, Ronald Reagan was an actor before he became president. So it's like when people say, oh, well, they're, you're an entertainer. They're a politician. But it's like they weren't technically politicians at first. They went into office. So, yeah. I mean, so for me, that's why in my mind, I assume that this was just a publicity stunt for Trump and that he wouldn't actually win. And <laughs> five years later, five years later, boom. Um, but it's just that people just assume that you have to be in this box that they feel comfortable in before they will actually respect you. Like there's a a checklist that has to be met before you can get respect or before, you know, you know, any injustices that happen towards you, like for the, the black lives that have been taken due to police murdering people. You know what I'm saying? Um, and how they will like to to bring up, oh, well, they did this and he had a counterfeit this and, you know, um, he was stealing. And it's just like, it doesn't matter. It, it, it doesn't matter because regardless of all of that, when a police officer apprehends someone, a suspect or a criminal, you're still not supposed to kill them. That's the point. That's the point. The the, the point is that you don't kill them. Even if that person did commit a crime, even if they did have a gun, like this, this was in a high stakes. They had a hostage. It was a bank robbery. Nope. It's It's none of those. It's none of those things. Like you're still not supposed to kill the criminals. It's not your place to decide on whether or not someone gets to live or die. And it's like, when you think about the whole respectability politics, they, um, they'll take the smallest thing and they will destroy you with it. So I always think about, um, for example, do you remember a long time ago, there was a little black kid who fell into, I want to say he fell into a gorilla pin and then they, they, they had to shoot the gorilla that was in Harambe. Yeah. I don't remember the kid's name, but I remember Harambe, Mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. I don't remember the kid's name either. You know, that's probably a good thing. So right after that happened, the family, they, um, people were in the news just demolishing this family, drawing, draw, like dragging them the whole time because like this black mother's you know what she's doing. They called her racial slurs. They, they went and looked back into her past, like into his father's past. His dad had been in jail like 10 years ago and they brought that up like, oh, you see, this is why this kid did that because his father went to jail 10 years ago. He's an ex-convict. And I'm mm-hmm. just like, it's like they try to find a way to remove any respect you can have. They just take whatever they can and they just like, okay, well, this little smudge, this person does not deserve any of our mercy or grace. Yeah. And again, it, it leads me to think or to ask, what is the criteria that people are looking for in order to respect someone like for someone to get justice or equality because especially when someone's speaking out on like a, an injustice and it's just like they, they want to go back and look at it or they want to pull up you know like for example when they go back 
Um, or like when uh, black people get convicted of a crime or something like that, they'll pull up their mug shots or, you know, some picture of them looking crazy and wild, but then like a, a, a white man will murder his family and then they'll put up a picture of him and his family sitting on the stairs, smiling, smiling with their golden retrievers, with the American at their feet. flag, exactly, American flag floating, flowing in the background, and their Ford F one fifty parked in the driveway or something like that, and you their know, little foot mat that says "God bless America." American dad who worked twelve years at the paper mill dissolves his family in acid over the course of two months and eats their bones and a bone broth stew and it's just like it's a picture of him and his family you know right and the only time you'll see a mugshot is like that first time when it's like breaking news but mm-hmm. after that 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 mugshot disappears but exactly. when it comes to like everyone else are showing that even when they're actually when they're the victim of a crime they still will show their mugshot and it's like you could have went to the family and asked for any picture but you choose this one this is the one that you want because they're trying to depictate you know them as criminals and it's like i think one problem like um so this there's a couple of different things i can think about so 30 years ago yesterday um the la riots occurred so they started off because of the um, Rodney King trial that mm-hmm. ended and, mm-hmm. you know, the four officers got not guilty. The only thing they were showing about Rodney King when it first happened was his mugshot. Yep. You know, they try to, even to the point where even after the, the case was over, they still were blaming Rodney King. Like Rodney King was still seen like, oh yeah, you know, he got people still treated him like he did not deserve justice to the right. point where he, I think in the end he committed suicide. You know, it's like, I feel like when it comes to black bodies, it's so hard to have this kind of squeaky clean image. Like every time when um I see anything about Russell Wilson, I get scared. I consider him black. I'm like he's black, right? So, but um anytime I see Russell Wilson, I get scared because I'm thinking like <laughs> there's gonna be one day, one day's gonna come up where I'm gonna see something like he cheated on Sierra or he did this, and his character, his everything's just gonna smash. It's gonna be gone. You oh, know? absolutely. He, he'll lose it. Like, it's like LeBron James, and people want to shit on LeBron James for whatever they can, as much as they can. You can't. The man's clean. He doesn't cheat on his wife. He takes care of his kids. He's a good role model. He opened a school, but people still try to find a little smudge on him to say, like, oh, well, he's a bad person. He doesn't deserve our respect. And they don't have any backing behind it. And especially it's like when the people who are saying those types of things, it's just like, well, let's look back on your background, you know, as, and, and even if they don't have anything to, you know, attest to as far as like they've committed any crimes. Okay. And because someone has committed a crime, they can't speak out on the injustices. Like I, I don't, those they don't meet up it doesn't make sense in order for like for them for them to have backing like the foundation that they're trying to build these allegations on them not a, the, a person not deserving respect or them getting what they deserve it's just kind of like nobody deserves to be murdered mm. you know yeah. nobody deserves that I mean, maybe like pedophiles, but like, (laughs) we're not talking about them right now. We're talking about like people who were killed by the police. And (laughs) 
<laughs> so like what I, I what I what I always think about with this kind of things is recidivism, you know? So you have these people who they've done a crime, they got an out, they they did something wrong, they're they get out, they're back in society. Mm-hmm. And um I made a, a post the other day on Facebook saying like I feel like people who um after they like prisoners they after they're out of prison they're finished their sentencing they're out of parole they should get their voting rights back because there's 11 states in the u.s and they don't give voting rights back you have to be pardoned by the governor to get your voting rights back and a lot of them are southern states and i'm like yo Mm -hmm. what's the point of this and it's like oh well that makes sense because they arrest black people they take away their voting rights that means they take away their power they lose that and it's like it's so many different things that lead to recidivism that's probably one of them but another is like they they when they get out they're still seen as a criminal like you're a criminal no matter what you could have done your crime when you were 17 and you're 37 you were a criminal that's on your record you can't get a proper job you might not be able to go near a school you um you know you can't rent a car different things you you lose a part of your humanity part of your rights you know and the only choice you have sometimes is to go back to that mistake that you made you know 10 years ago 16 years ago do it again and end up back in the place where you're familiar with because in that in that realm you're that's home for you now you know we don't have a society our correctional facility doesn't correct anything and it's like absolutely not it's just present day slavery oh yes exactly and it's just like are we still at this point where we have to question that there is a system that's that's like holding back i don't know if it's black people i'm trying to think is respectability politics is that does that ever impact other groups i'm trying to think of a group that would that would impact like who who i mean it definitely it definitely impacts the black community and i also saw another post where uh it was saying the what the post was saying is that a lot of time and it it feeds off of like or piggybacks off of what you were saying is that if the people who were locked up previously and are out of jail would have the voting power to turn around an entire um, election, an, an entire election, that's why they make it so that they can't vote anymore. That's that wasn't how the original purpose wasn't it of the prison? Yeah, like they would just arrest people for petty crimes. It's it's um it's voter suppression. It's a form of voter suppression. Isn't isn't Georgia going through a form of voter suppression right now? Where it's like, um, what did they just pass in Georgia? If you're waiting in line, people cannot give you food and water. What? Like you can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It passed um, in the, the House, I think the State House yesterday. Wait a second. I'll, I'll, I'll read it up for you. It's, um, I believe it was people can't. Two seconds. It was saying people can't. I think Sean King. Okay, yeah. So, more or less, what it said the Georgia House just passed legislation that would not only make it more difficult to vote, but also make it a crime to give food or water to anyone standing in line to vote. Wow. No, I didn't know that. Yeah, it just passed. Again, voter suppression. You know, that's literally what it is. But uh, sorry, going back to the respectability politics, what brought this topic up was um because I want to say it was on February 26th, I believe. 
Um, I don't know if you know much about that case, um, Alicia. Elijah McCain, have you heard about mm -hmm. this one? Yeah. So, so on February 25th, Elijah McCain would have been 25 years old, but due to the Aurora City Police Department, he will never see his 25th birthday because he was murdered. He, um, so when it came to Elijah McCain, he was one of those cases that I heard about after the George Floyd, Breonna Taylor case in Ahmaud Arbery. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And with his case, it hit me harder because, you know, I'm a violinist. Right. So like when I saw that, it was like a violinist and he was such a nice guy. He was nerdy. He was skinny. I was like, I saw like, it was the first time I really saw myself in one of the, the victims, you know, like right. it's the first time I saw myself and I was like, it really broke my heart this about this kid. And when he was um, being arrested, I remember they were saying like, um, what did he say? He was saying stuff like, I'm not like the others. I'm safe. I'm clean. I didn't do anything. I'm not a criminal. Like he was trying to show his respect to the police right. just so they wouldn't kill him. And it's like, that means that at that point, he'd already been, had been indoctrinated to believe like, I have to show that I am clean of sin for these people not to kill me. Yeah, so he was another thing that he was saying that he was just like, you know, I'm just introverted, you know, I'm just different. And yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, he was just conditioned to think that those sort of things that he needed to say to prove his innocence, even though he was innocent, he was literally just walking home. Like he didn't, he, he did nothing wrong um, f to warrant the type of um, aggression that they put out towards him. And the fact that, you know, he felt the need to try to, you know, tell like, hey, you know, I'm I'm just different, you know, I'm not like, like, I'm not a thug, like, you know, and even if he was thug, he's not, but even if he was, the aggression was not warranted. It was unnecessary, like almost every single other police murder out there. And I think that it was just all of the all of the cases are all sad and all despicable. Um, and with Elijah, it was just like, you know, the fact that, you know, there were things that I saw in him that I see in my friends, you know, just being nerdy and just kind of alternative like alternative black kid kind yeah. of thing and it's just like I know a lot of people or not followers but like people on my friends list or on my feed and stuff like that that are who mirrored the things or the personality that Elijah has and I think some of them would be terrified as well because they think, well, I'm an alternative black kid. You know, I don't look like a thug. Like, I don't look like I can cause trouble. So I'm good. Like, I'm I'm not going to be out here being radical, but like, I should be okay. And it's still not enough. 
It, it reminds me of um, back when I was in orchestra in high school. So we would go to um, our practices because I'm in orchestra. I was in chamber. We'd go have practices at like eight o'clock at night or six, seven o'clock at night. Mm-hmm. And um, it wasn't a bad part of town. It was like off of, it was back in Augusta, Georgia. It wasn't a bad part of town, but there were some sketchy neighbors in the area. So we were at this school and there was a shooting. Like we heard the shooting outside. Like we don't know if someone got shot or not, but we just heard someone shooting. So everyone was freaking out. We're sitting there. We wait. So our, our director was like, okay, you know, after 30 minutes, like, it sounds like it's fine. You guys can go home. So how we go home, we all get into our cars. We have to drive out in like a line or whatever. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's violin. Majority of the people in violin are not going to be black kids. Right. You know? So it was probably like out of 20 people, there was three black people. I was the only man or got the teen. So when we were driving out, all of us are going, I was probably the fourth person in that line. All of us are going out of the school together, you know, you know, mm-hmm. um, I'm driving my dad's old car. I don't know if that has something to do with it, but I get pulled over. I get pulled over right when I got out of the school, two police officers pull up on me and like, I'm freaking out. Cause I've never dealt with police. I think I'm like 17 at the time. This is my first time really dealing with police. I'm freaking out. Mm-hmm. This police officer is coming. He's like, okay, license registration. Where are you coming from? Like, oh, I'm a violinist. I was just practicing the violin. He made me get out the car, take out the violin, show them. He said, oh, there was a shoot in the area. And it seemed like you might've, you know, you might've been involved. We just want to make sure you weren't involved, you know? Right. And the whole time when I, so when I saw Elijah McCain's case, I kept thinking like, yo, what if I made the wrong mistake or I did the wrong thing? Like, would they respect me enough to not like kill me or hurt me or, you know, do something to me? And it like that, that's why that case really spoke to me. I'm like, what, what have I done now in my life that will, when something were to happen to me, God willing, it won't, but like, what have I done in my life that people are going to look at and say, Paul, he deserved for us to march, you know, in his defense or Paul, oh, he doesn't deserve it because he did this. So I think also to myself, like, have I lost my respect in society or will society respect me? Yeah, um, I mean, how they handle that is poor, especially because they didn't have they didn't have a warrant. So they just, you know solid teen and just went for yeah it. just went for it and just played off of your ignorance of the law at the time um and i think that a lot of times black people men and women because it's happening to all of us um see sometimes ourselves and think about it like damn like what if that was me how would i have handled that like there are several times where like wow like i i thank god have not been pulled over um in a very long time um but you know i think like dang what would i do what would i do if i'm in a situation where you know i get pulled over by a police officer and you know they start acting out of pocket or they're they're doing things that I know are wrong, and I know that I have the right, you know, as an American, as just a person, just legally, for them to not treat me that way, you know, like how how what would I do? Do I and have I'm, to pull like a card out of my wallet, or do I have to know, take somebody that show, do I have to send my dashboard? You that know, says, like, like hey, do, I'm a human. 
do I do I just conform and do what they say and you know have my pride be hurt but like I'm alive and then like have that mole over in my brain or do I just you know say you know fuck the police like I'm gonna do what I want to do you know you pigs can't you know treat me this way you know acting you know radical air quote because is it is it is it radical or am I just voicing my you know my rights because like let a white person get pulled over they cuss the police out and the police be like okay ma'am calm down you know it's okay um so remember remember that one time when we went to go eat and then the police pulled us over because our lights were off yeah and i was in the back seat with um i forgot what i had I think it was Hennessy. I forgot what we had in the backseat of that car. Yeah, the, I, the person we were in the car with had an open bottle because yeah, they're wasn't me an idiot. But yeah. <laughs> so they had an open bottle in the in the back seat, and I was sitting beside it. So I tried to hide it with clothes a little bit. And hopefully this can't be used against me at the court of law. But um, <laughs> so the police is checking, like, have you guys been drinking? No, sir, we're good. He um checks IDs. He looks, he flashes his light on me, and he sees the bottle. He's like, sir, what is that? And then I was like, I forgot what I said. We gave him the bottle and he's like, what did he say? Like, were you trying to hide that from me, sir? If I was, I would have done a better job. Right. Like, mm, I, I, I think I would have tucked it a little bit more, but hey, it's not my alcohol because I'm not an idiot driving around with an open bottle. Um, so that's not the case. Um, but yeah, it's just kind of like, it's it's terrifying. Um I- I thought about I've thought about that as well and it's just kind of like how would I handle that situation either in either case like being the person in the driver's side or being like a woman and the man you know like am I going to support my man am I going to pop off am I going to you know start crying like am I going to record like what am I going to do because a lot of times people will say oh they wouldn't do that to me because that and then you get in that situation and you're terrified fear will really make you reevaluate all that shit you were talking um in theory I believe that that that's just my thought process on that. I always think about that also. Like the whole Queen and Slim thing, because when I first watched it, I was like, she didn't want to be on that date anyways. She didn't. Be, I was like, be quiet, sit there, let's get out of this situation alive. And she just was going at it. I was like, oh my God, please, girl, you're trying to get this man killed. Please calm down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was definitely out of pocket in my um opinion. I don't know if anybody you know, would agree with that. But I, I definitely feel like she was doing the most. I was just like, girl, just be quiet. Like, you know, it's all right. Like, just sit there. You're good. Nope. So um, even though I blame Florida man, I still blame her for how it, how, how the movie progressed. Because that could have been a whole different movie. If they had just driven home, it could have been the photograph with Issa Rae. But no, they, they had a, you know, Bonnie and Clyde it. Yeah, um, I think that at the beginning of it, and I mean, like, Florida Man was, that was a very awful ending just because it was just so, 
you could definitely see where, where it was going. Because yeah, right when, with him. Because they, they were going soon to... as he, soon as he got there, I was like, "You have no credentials. You're not asking this man anything. Like, you're on the run, and you're just accepting this because why? Yeah, I I didn't I don't I didn't particularly like that movie. I didn't but I, either. But I like, I'll go for it. Oh, I was just gonna say, I do. Like when it was happening, I was just like, "Dang, what would I do if I was in that situation? Would my my piercings and the holes in my ears make this cop treat me differently? What if I played some rock music? Then like, yo, like I'm different, you know? Like, let me play like some Paramore, you know." Paramore, some Three Days Grace, some dance, the disco. dance, yeah, something like that, you know. Oh, would, would that would that make him soften up? And but the the point is, we should not have to do that. We should not have to change or alter our demeanor, our appearance, anything in order to achieve respect. It should be given, you know. Just... That was like um, today, for example. Um, so I had a meeting, but it was meeting with people who were in the company. So in my company, we don't have to turn our cameras on on Zoom. But this one, they um, they wanted their cameras on. And I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> right. I'm not used to this. I ain't, I ain't ready for this. I ain't washed my face. But I have my septum pierced and I have my hair. My hair's on cornrows right now. So mm-hmm. it was like, you see all these other non-black people and there's going to be me with braids and a septum you know and it was just like when i saw that i was like wait a second i can't go on camera because they're going to automatically have a judgment a prejudgment on me just for being black alone so not even adding these things on there is going to people was like oh this is not professional you know so so it's like I, even though I want to live in my truth with my piercings and my hair long or braided, another part of me is still like kind of afraid of losing my respectability, you know? Right. And I mean, as a black person or like a black alternative person, it is up to you, myself and anyone else to determine on whether or not the people that we are seeking respect for are worth that. Oh, Exactly. That's really good. Uh, one reason also that we um, brought up George Floyd earlier is because um, I want to say it was today, wasn't it? Or yesterday they passed, um, the House Democrats passed this bill called the George Floyd Bill. And um, I was just thinking back, like, why did people name it George? Because someone said in some comments, like, why did they name it George Floyd? He was a criminal. He did this. He did that. This, that, and the third. So more or less this bill, it um, it, it um, it's legislation that would ban chokeholds. You know, mm-hmm. like Eric Garner, he died by a chokehold, as well as Eric, um, what's it, George Floyd, he died right. through, I mean, it wasn't really a chokehold, but they kneeled on his neck to, mm-hmm. you know, close his breathing ways. And it also do- does away with qualified immunity from law enforcement, which means that, like, all because, like, you know, you're not immune to being, um, you know, a lawsuit brought against you for a wrongful death suit. It like it removes some of the protection that these people have, which right. would also, I think, in the end, it would help produce better cops. Um, I don't think that that law itself will produce better cops. I think that proper training and refunding of the police would do that. Um, Defunding or refunding? defunding it and again 
defunding does not mean disband. Um, so there will be different times and different topics. People will hear me say um, disband the police and not disband, defund the police. Please understand that defund and disband are two totally different things. I am not saying disband the police as though we don't need them and to get rid of the police and just to let criminals run free. It's not what I mean. I mean, defund the police. That means break that shit down and build it back up into an entity that can actually be trusted, trusted again by everyone. Cause right now they have crap training. They have crap out in the streets. Not everybody, obviously, but their representation is quite awful. And it's not they enough. Get, good, it's not enough. Good Say that they again. Get, sorry. Sorry. They get one out of five stars on Yelp for me. Yeah. So like if, if the police department was a restaurant, they would be one star. And how often, how often do you go eat at a one star restaurant? Or how about it's it's a motel? Mm, not even and a it, hotel. It's a motel, and it has one star. That means Ooh. that that mattress is filthy. That that comforter is stale. That floor is stank, sticky, sticky. That toilet seat is not clean. It's like a a weird, yeah, like off white, yellowish kind of thing to it now. Exactly, but one person left one star, so it should be fine, right? Well, no, no. with Yelp, you have to give it like one star. You could give it zero. You can't give zero, so it's like literally one star. But like you know, um, this just to round up the whole the topic, going back more. So another case besides Elijah McCain and George Floyd is um Breonna Taylor. Right, Brianna Taylor. I think it's in what a week or less than a or more a week or so is a, one year after her shooting, mm-hmm. and it goes back into respectability politics because what did Brianna Taylor do? Like she did nothing. Like literally, they had nothing on this girl. They had to blame her ex boyfriend for the reason she died. Yeah, and they they wanted to say that. Then they brought up that. They they broke down the whole thing as far as like she had her ex boyfriend and then her new boyfriend and then they were dealing within the same thing within the same apartment and she was letting them. It doesn't matter what she was letting go on within her apartment, even if she was conducting illegal activity, even if she was housing drugs, even if she you know had pit bull puppy dog fights in the backyard or something. It still does not warrant for them to kill her. Even if she was at fault, you don't kill the criminal. It doesn't matter. Bringing up her, bringing up her past isn't going to justify her being murdered, even if she was a criminal. Like what people fail to realize is when those black people get murdered, they like to pull up all like white people and other people like to pull up, sometimes black people like to pull up their past lives and things they said and old twerking videos and them cussing and flipping off the camera, taking pictures and stuff like that, and them just thugged out, smoking blunts and stuff like that. Okay, and they still don't deserve to be murdered. Exactly. Like, you will, they'll say, like, well, their grandpa was a, a criminal. 
okay, so we're worried about what the, the third, you know, the third degree from me did. Let's talk about reparations then, because you're not paying me reparations, but what exactly. your great grandpa like, did. So you can't blame me for what exactly. somebody I'm associated with did. Yeah. <laughs> if yeah. that's the case, run me my 40 acres and a mule. Can't do anything with the mule, but uh, you can give me them 40 acres though. 40 acres and a Meg the Stallion. <laughs> <laughs> I like her so much. <laughs> oh, God. I'm so happy for her. But yeah, that, that whole thing is, it's just like when you, like all you need is proper common sense to understand that what those people are saying is poppycock. Exactly. Exactly. Okay, then. So, um... If you guys have any feedback or anything you want to talk about on the subject, such as really I'm noticing Pisces season is not a happy season because it's like you have so many of these black, beautiful people and lives that have been stolen from us because of ignorance and people not doing their job. But um, if you have any mm. feedback on this topic <laughs> and especially respectability politics, whether it comes from entertainer, sports star, or even your everyday Sam and Sue, it is back in our comments on Facebook. In, sorry, not, ooh, not Facebook. No, 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 no. Instagram and Twitter. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so this is Paul C. This is Elisha. Have a good one. <laughs>